Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Kairos Has Friends podcast. I'm your host, Kairos Keenan Westcott. I don't often do intros like this before my podcast, but I wanted to make sure that I addressed a few things before today's episode, especially given the current climate after the lack of sentencing surrounding the murder of Breonna Taylor. In today's episode, I will be talking with Mark Henley. Mark is a conservative and registered Republican, and those of you that know me know that I am a proud liberal. This episode was filmed four days before the, ep- the airing of this episode, which is why we don't broach the topic of the Brianna Taylor decision on this podcast. As you'll see, Mark and I don't really agree on much of anything, especially around, uh, around topics like President Trump, Black Lives Matter, among other things. I have him on my show uh, strictly to ask him questions about his mindset and to get an understanding as to why he feels the way he feels and vice versa. While I wholeheartedly don't agree with where he stands on a lot of these topics, I did not invite Mark on to attack him or read him the riot act. In fact, you'll probably notice me literally bite my tongue a few times during this interview. I do this because it's not my intention to attack or change his mind. It's to understand, have a conversation, and hopefully explain why liberals feel the anger that we feel regarding conservatives and and their actions and the things that they post. With that said, Mark and I talked for close to two hours. I edited down the interview to one hour for the sake of easy consumption, just focusing on the highlights. Uh, I'll be posting the full uncut version of this interview at a later date. But until then, with that said, thank you for watching. Here's the interview and never forget. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Kairos Has Friends, the show where I sit down with the people that mean the most to me, and those people are my friends. Before we get to our special guest today, if you want, go visit me on my favorite social media platforms. Go visit me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at The Vibe with Kai. You can also follow me on Snapchat and on TikTok at Kairos Keenan. And of course, you can follow me uh, on my website, thevibewithkai.com, where I'm always posting uh, blogs and videos and reviews and things that'll help you do good, feel good, be good, and live a good life full of good vibes. Yeah, I'm sitting here with fellow actor. Uh, I mean, he, he does everything. He works on the stage, behind the scenes, whatever you need him to do, he'll do it. He, stage, screen, whatever whatever it is. I mean, he's, he's there doing his thing. Uh, Mr. Mark Henley, what's good, man? What's going on? I yeah. really appreciate the opportunity to sit here and chat with you. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. a pleasure. <laughs> Absolutely, man. No, so uh, like, before we get into to all of this, I, I just want to check up on you as, as a human being. How are, how are you holding up in, in, the, uh, in the pandemic world? I'm blessed. Uh, I'm still working. So that that's good because there's many of us that aren't working. So uh, I'm good. I, I've been healthy, no symptoms, none of that stuff. So uh, yeah, I'm doing great, man. Nice, man. Stuff. I'm doing well. I, I can't complain. I tell people all the time that, that 2020 is what you make of it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So like, like, obviously nobody wants this year to play out the way that it did. <laughs> nobody wants that. <laughs> uh, but alas, there's so much stuff that we can't control. Yeah. But what, what we can control is, is ourselves. Right. Mm-hmm. So we have to make the decision about what we're going to do with that piece of information. What are we going to do about ourselves and the things that we can control? So, um, so 2020 has been a blessing for me, you know, like I, I try to make the most of it. I try to make the best of it and just keep plowing forward. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. 
you know so that, yeah that's me man i'm doing all right i'm doing good dude i so i i, I have so many questions <laughs> so i i kind of i kind of want to get right right into this so for for those of you that that don't know myself and don't know mark uh i'm just gonna i'm just gonna put i'm just gonna put it out bluntly all right uh so i uh am liberal uh i support joe biden i support kamala harris support barack obama uh, I'm not a registered Democrat. I don't plan on ever being a de registered Democrat. I don't associate with any party, uh, but I am full-fledged voting for Biden-Harris uh, this year. Uh, I'm saying this because I want to make sure that people know exactly my mindset as we lead into everything. Um, and then uh, I'm, I'm speaking with Mark, Mark Henley, who uh, is the opposite, <laughs> who is, is, who is, uh, who is, uh, uh, proudly voting for Donald Trump and 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 uh, uh, Vice President Pence, um, and so what happened was, you know, Mark, you know, has you know let his views be known, which is perfectly fine because that's the yeah, way yeah. we live, and you're yeah. whatever. Right? <laughs> um, but like one of the things that stood out to me is a couple different things. Number one, uh, as you can see, if you're watching right now, you can see Mark is a black man. He is black. <laughs> uh, number two, uh, he works in an industry that, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, usually leans liberal. Yeah. Heavy. Right? Heavy, 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 heavy liberal, right? Mm -hmm. um, and you are, you outwardly come out and, and say, understandably so, you know, who you support, which is fine. Anybody has the right to do that, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, so I guess my first question to you is this. What is it like being, <laughs> being a, a black man working in a liberal industry that outwardly supports Donald Trump? It's, uh, as you can imagine, it's very challenging. Um, I've lost a lot of friends. I don't know if I could ever call them friends if they could just leave me so easily for my opinions and my views, but whatever. But uh, yeah, it is very challenging to be in an industry where it's heavy one side of thinking. And um, it's unfortunate that it is that way. But it's kind of weird because I've lost opportunities recently um, over it. And I don't understand. Like, I'm not hurting anybody. I'm not disrespecting anybody. Uh and it's just because I think a little different. So yeah, right. it is challenging. I, I, I guess I, do they do they explain why? Or do they just say I'm out? It's just I'm out. It's it's simple. It's either like it goes like it's a pattern. It's like uh I'm unfouling this guy or like I can't deal with Mark or this this just it's just a rapid pattern of like, I'm done with him. Instead of like, like you said, I'm not getting an explanation. It's just like, I can't mess with this guy. Anymore. And how and how does that make you feel? Um, It definitely stings a little, mm -hmm. but at the same time, I'm, I'm like, you know, well, I guess God has a different plan of the type of people that I need to be around. Because if I've never in my life, uh, said that I'm not talking to someone because they don't like butter pecan ice cream, you know. 
sure sure i mean yes but i mean let's 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 be real like like the yeah. butter buttercream ice cream is not excuse me butter pecan, uh, butter but, pecan. Butter pecan. <laughs> you know but in i mean honestly though i mean that that ice cream is not the fate of the world the, the fate of the world and i have to beg lives. to differ it's delicious well <laughs> Yes, I'm sure, sure, but you know, I, I guess, I guess, uh, before, uh, if you had to guess mm -hmm. why they're calling it a day and they're saying I'm not following Mark anymore, what would you say? What would you say your honest reason is? Your guess. Uh, my honest guess and my honest opinion, because it's my opinion, is that mm -hmm. uh, as we both established that they're in an industry where it's heavy that way. So for them, it's like, I got to follow the herd. And the bulk of the people aren't dealing with him because of this. So neither am I. Uh, you know, I, I have friends uh, of parents that, of course, I'm not going to disclose where their their kids are heavy liberal, but their parents aren't. And they, they've reached out to me and they're like, Mark, this is crazy. Um, I don't know why people are treating you this way and you just, you know, just speaking freely. Right, right. So, but do, do you, what is your guess? Why? Why would you, like, why would you think that they would do that? Well, like I said, because, because if, if the group is, is thinking a certain way, then for them, it's it's hard for them to think for themselves. My, this is just my opinion. Sure, sure. And I, I do. I'm gonna I'm gonna interrupt you for a second mm -hmm. though, because right. like I, I do get that aspect of it in regards to like you know like a herd mentality kind of thing. I get mm -hmm. that, right? However, I'm talking like more specifically, right? So you know, let's be real. There's one of the reasons why some people may want to i guess disassociate is because of the person that that you are supporting right mm -hmm. right okay. um and they feel that you are supporting somebody that has disenfranchised people that um many of you and like i'm not i'm not i'm not I'm, I'm trying to be as like middle road here as possible. Just so you know, like people wa watching and listening right now, like I'm not, I told Mark beforehand, I'm not here to attack Mark. I'm not here to, you know, to, you know, fight with him or try to convince him otherwise. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, my main goal is to, you know, get a full understanding. Cause I know for a fact that there's going to be people listening right now being like, well, no, get on top of them and punch them. Like, I'm not, that's not, that's not my goal. <laughs> that's not my goal right now. Um, you know, uh, but a lot of people may feel as though your support for President Trump um, is a knock against them, you know, and like the things that he that they feel he stands for um, is so out out in left field and scary and racist and sexist that it's hard for them to, I guess see how anybody that they work with could support something like that mm -hmm. right is that the is that is that the way that you see it as well like not like opinion of trump aside but like do you feel that that's what's going through people's heads um yeah definitely um because i feel like the opinion of the president is 
it's there's variations of it on uh, both sides and mm -hmm. yes i agree that that is the thought process that our theater friends have and um obviously i don't agree with it mm -hmm. but um i still don't understand how we can't have a conversation like sure. when you and i are right now mm -hmm. that that doesn't happen it's just like you know it goes from a little facebook rant to like I don't want to talk to them to like, I'll never cast them. And it's just like, okay. Right. Cool. <laughs> right. Are you, so that, that's the theater side from the African American community. Okay. Are you seeing similar, uh, like feedback from, from them or is uh, it a little bit different? It's a lot worse actually. It's a lot worse. Yeah. I've gotten death threats. Death uh, threats. Yeah. Yeah. Sent to my job and stuff like that. And, it just blows me away because um, a quick little history lesson on myself. So I lived in Camden mm -hmm. um, as a kid and we moved to Cherry Hill, lived all over South Jersey, by the way. Um, but we moved to Cherry Hill poor and the black people in Cherry Hill had money. We didn't. So I was being degraded by people that look just like us because I couldn't afford Jordans and things of that matter. So like I've dealt with, I've dealt with um, racial prejudice from both sides. So like, I guess that's why I'm able to see things a little differently. Um, and it just kind of, it bothers people. It's unsettling for them. Mm -hmm. and, uh, but yes, the, the black community theater side, yeah, it's, it's a lot worse. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess I'll use that to kind of, I guess, segue into Black Lives Matter, because I know you have your, your, your thoughts on that. What are your thoughts on, on, on Black Lives Matter? Um, my thoughts on it is I don't need a slogan to tell me that I matter. Um, I feel like the, the theme of it alone is, is division, um, and I, I just don't get behind that because at the end of the day like my skin doesn't reflect who I am um, no I'm, you don't you don't believe that at all no absolutely not um I I believe that what does that mean I, what what would it reflect well what I mean by that is like just because I'm black like I'm not I'm not empowering something different than somebody else like my heart is going to tell you who I am not not my skin um, that's just something that I've always, uh, been strong on since I was a kid. Uh, mm -hmm. have you ever experienced, um, you know, uh, any kind of situations that are being highlighted by the Black Lives Matter movement right now? Um, in regards to like me Bla being like, bl like blatant racism or, or profiling towards myself, towards you. Yes. Uh, I wouldn't. So it's funny that you say that. I actually, of course, I'd be lying if I said I've never experienced racism. That's that's crazy. But uh, I will say that I've never experienced this amount of racism until I fully came out that, you know, I was a registered Republican and a conservative. Like, it kind of blows my mind. Like, I've, I've had, like, white individuals uh, attack me um, racially on many ways recently posting my address on Facebook 
you know what I'm saying? I'm Uncle Tom. This is the same people that are having like Black Lives Matter rallies. So it just is, uh, it, it baffles me um, that because I don't agree, it's like I need to do one thing, one or two things I need to either shut up or disappear. And uh, just- do you, do you feel that the actions of a few people represent the entire movement? Uh, no, but the thing is, it's not a few people. It's it's a it's a large amount of people um, across the country. I mean, uh, David Dorn was a black man just like us. He got shot uh, during these riots. He seventy five years old, got a wife, got a grandson, got grandkids, all that, and people that look like us killed him and. I mean, I could sit here and go all day. It's just a plethora of them. Uh, so what do you what do you feel the if you had to explain the Black Lives Matter movement to someone, uh, what would you say the goal is of the Black Lives Matter movement? Um, are you asking what do I think the goal is in a whole or or mm -hmm. so like okay. when when we see uh, these mostly peaceful protests, uh, happen what are they shouting about see and that's that's interesting that you say that because you know it's funny the 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 protest where i was like you know what there's hope for this thing um was the one i don't know if you were there or you recall it it was in camden i mean i was blown away the they were uh barbecuing with the police officers I mean, there was no fights, there was no riots. I mean, it was it was just friendly and just peaceful. Like that's how it should be across. Is it is it fair me, for me to say that that's how majority of the Black Lives Matter movements or uh, uh, protests have gone? But the only thing that we see on the TV are the riots. Um, I mean. If that's how you're viewing it, I, I'm with it. Uh, but unfortunately, like I've I've actually um, organized Blue Lives Matters rallies right here in Hatton Township, and I've been approached by BLM with uh, just you know hate and uh, racial slurs. And if the police weren't there, God knows what could have happened. So. Um, I I just feel like across the country, I mean, it's not so peaceful. I mean, it's it's actually pretty dangerous. There's people dying at some of these uh, protests. And do you feel that like, cause I, I don't, cause like I, sometimes when I think of uh, some of the conservatives or sometimes when people think of the conservatives in general that are voting for Trump, a lot of them sometimes think of people like the Klan, right? Yeah. They think of blatant racists down South, right? And like, I don't associate you with that. No. <laughs> so is it fair for me to say <laughs> that some of, the, some of the individuals that may be going a little bit too extreme with the Black Lives Matter movement, even though we have, you know, the same title, I guess, is it fair to say that the actions of a few people on uh, my end don't represent the entire movement as a whole? Well, 
because uh, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that to you because, like, I, yeah. like when I think of like the lynchings that have happened this year by blatant racists mm-hmm. that most likely are voting for Donald Trump, I'm not going to sit here or and not. say, "What's up?" As that or not, or not, or not, yeah. right? But but most likely they probably are. <laughs> they're not. They're most likely, right? So, but I would never associate that with you, right? Because I know you. You know me. I know you. So, yeah. like, I wouldn't let the actions of these blatant racists that broke the law, that are are doing something that is just wrong, mm-hmm. uh, affect my opinion of you and your thoughts on on Blue Lives Matter, um, and 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 uh, racism in general, and social justice, and, and all of that. Um, is it fair to say the reverse for me? Uh, yeah, I, I, I would be a fool to disagree with that. No, I don't think that, um, I mean, especially yourself, like, I don't think that you want some sort of uprise and to take over the country with, with black people and get rid of all the whites. No, that's not what I think your goal is. Like, there's, there's plenty of people like yourself that just want peace and you just want, you know, your fair share and all mm-hmm. those things. But that could go vice versa with the police. Like, it's the same thing, like, where... The actions of a few. But, like, but I feel like that's a little bit different, though. I do feel that because, like, there can't, like, like, that's, like, you've probably already seen it, but, like, Chris Rock does a beautiful rendition of this when he talks about, like, the bad apple theory. Right, mm-hmm. like there's just some black like bad apples. You know, you know where I'm going with this, and I'm mm-hmm. just just for the sake of, of the people that don't know. So what? Chris, I'm I'm gonna butcher this joke, but I'm not even gonna try to attempt it because um because I'm not Chris Rock. Um, but more or less, what what Chris Rock is saying is there's just some jobs that can't have bad apples. For example, pilots. If a pilot crashed a plane into a a a, a mountain and killed all everybody on board the air the airport or the airline can't come on and be like well it's just a bad apple so do you feel that there is some sort of issue between the systemic oppression of urban communities where black people most likely live and the police force so um somebody that has lived on both sides of the fence like i just believe that um so people in the urban community they're missing something really important that um it's funny that's in BLM's mission statement there's something in their statement where they say that they want to disrupt the nuclear family, the Western prescribed nuclear family, which is the mother and the father. And that is something that is deeply missing. And what comes with that is if you don't have your your father and you're getting watched by your uncle or whatever, your grandma or something like that, there's just no structure. And then from that structure, you get into devious things. And um, in regards to the police, uh, you know, I feel like it sounds like I'm just making it sound so easy, but it really is like these kids turn into adults and then through that process, they're not taught to comply with the police. Um, And 
I know me saying that, I'll get caught Uncle Tom. Like, oh, my God, Mark, like, you can't just, like, what are you supposed to just roll over and do what they say? Well, I mean, at the end of the day, you're arguing with somebody with a gun. And they are guardians to our community. So if you feel like you're being handled wrong, you know, comply and then have your day in court. I mean, I've been in this situation a number of times and I'm sitting here talking to you, never been hurt by the police. Um, I've never been belly clubbed and all that stuff, so. Mm -hmm. But I feel like it's not just about that, that one situation where um, a person is, you know, not complying with the law because we have to look at everything that led them up to that point. And I, I me personally, that's what I feel like the Black Lives Matter movement is about. I don't think it's just about what you do when you get pulled over. You know, does that make sense? Right? Because like, it, it, I, don't, I don't feel like it's just about that. Because I feel like that is one section of it. In like a, it's like a, a portion of it. But like, we're talking about systemic issues and systemic ideologies that, that work at a disadvantage for Black people. Sometimes it's like maybe sometimes, and you you said it before. Sometimes it's other black people viewing it this way as well, you know, uh, for these poor communities, right? So do you, when I put it that way, does it in any way, um, I guess, provide any insight into the Black Lives Matter movement and why, like people like me are on board? Well, so. Uh... First thing, I don't believe that you might spit your coffee out. I don't believe. <laughs> oh, hold on. Wait, let me prep myself for this. Okay, hold on. All right. All right, I'm ready. Give it like, to me. I, 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 so here's my thing, man. Um, no so if you'd have told me 60, 60 years ago, like, man, Mark, you know, we look, we, we got it real hard here. You know, this, this systemic racism is, is really kicking our butt. You know, then it's like, okay. But then even back then, I mean, you got Ray Charles, uh, Blind Man. I mean, this man made music that we still jam to today. I sure. mean, he got con – his royalty contract was bigger than Sinatra. Like, I mean, it's, it's so many people. The Temptations, Marvin Gaye, Al Green. This is just music where – it was systemic racism where that was when you had to go to a different bathroom. That's when you had to, you couldn't apply for certain jobs. Um, but today I, I don't know where you can go in America where your race is going to prevent you from an opportunity. Uh, I, I just, I mean, even today that the number one comedian in the country, he's black last time I checked. Mm -hmm. Um, so if he's if he's done with systemic racism, I need some of it. <laughs> so are you saying that are you are you hinting that racism doesn't exist today? No, absolutely not. Um, it, it of course racism exists, and honestly, it's never going to go anywhere. But to say that there there's a, a systemic form of racism where like to the point where it could prevent us from getting somewhere or it's going to keep us somewhere. I, I just, me personally, I don't agree with it. Like, especially in the black community, um, a lot of these people are leaning on these uh, aids from the government that are mostly designed by 
Democrats that keep them there, where I'm talking about welfare, Section 8, things of that matter. So do you feel that, um, like, young, like some of the uh, students that may be uh, living in inner cities that mm -hmm. don't have the best educational system, do you feel that they are at a disadvantage because they do not receive the same type of education as somebody in Haddon Heights? Well, uh, before I answer that, we also have to acknowledge that there's going to be white kids in that school too that are going to have the same disadvantage because the education is... I don't, I don't disagree with that. Yeah. I don't disagree with that. But what I'm saying is that, like, there, yes, there are white, there are white children that, you know, are going to be in either school. Mm -hmm. However, in the poorer schools, they're most likely, like the majority of the people are probably going to be African-Americans. Right? Yeah, sure. Right? So do you feel that the people in, that the students in Camden are getting the same type of education as the students in Haddon Heights? Absolutely not. Uh, they're definitely not getting the same education. And why, why is that? Well, the infrastructure is different and in uh, both cities, I mean, one. It's like, it's as if the system is wrong, right? I wouldn't say the system is wrong. I mean, it's just, if the funds aren't there, they're not there. But I mean, that's part of the system. <laughs> that's yeah. the issue. That's the issue. So like, it's hard for me to like sit here and say um, that, that black people aren't, uh, aren't at a disadvantage because like for a majority of them, they are because like we talk about like people like Ray Charles and like, oh, yeah, that's uh, obviously 100%. You listed off a bunch of people that like I look up to and 100%. But unfortunately, there's a reason why Ray Charles and Stevie Wonder and Al Green are one of a kind. You yeah, know, they're one of a kind. Uh, uh, I mean, we all can make our, our own way. I mean, I don't disagree. Yeah. I don't disagree. Everybody can make their own way. I just think that sometimes for, uh, for black people, sometimes it's harder. I mean, you, okay. So you can flip that around. So how about this? Like mm -hmm. we can both agree that if you go to a, um, track meet for a hundred meter dash, most likely it's a black guy winning it. Right. Sure. Okay. So there's, white people that could that could say the same thing in that regards like you know my son you know can't get on here but that's but a skill that somebody you know like with a nat with some most of the time natural ability right that well, like like obviously the training could will help obviously i think that my issue isn't necessarily with the individuals it's with uh people uh, being able to provide the edu uh, provide the uh the opportunities that sometimes people won't have. For all we know, there might be some, you know, kids in, you know, Center City Camden that are like really good singers, but don't have the same opportunities as somebody in Haddon Heights that is a eh, singer, but has more of a chance to make it because they have the books and the training and the teachers and where all this, all this money is being poured into that the, where the money isn't. So like, to me, that's a systemic issue. Uh, I could, I could talk about Black Lives Matter all, all day. I, I do, I do, I, I'm sorry, I kind of, like, I, I kind of get into it there, but there's, like, there are a couple other things that I want to, you know, kind of like chat, chat to you about if you don't mind. Um, okay, so first and foremost, make America great again. Mm. What the hell does that mean?
it means to me that a time where people were just proud to be an American and one one time in particular I could tell you is uh the days after 9-11 I remember it like like it was yesterday sure so do I um I remember uh driving to school driving to high school and um just seeing all the flags and just seeing people embracing each other uh, because as a nation, we were just hurt and we, we stood up together. Like that's, that's what that means to me. And I think that's kind of what it means to a lot of people that, that stand behind it. Do, do you feel that I love this country as much as you do? Sure. Am I wrong? No, I no, I think I think I do. I think I one hundred percent absolutely. But you, I, I I say that I ask that because you did mention you said that um, you know going back to a time where you know people were you know highlighting their love for the country and all of that. Could I argue that people protesting now are coming together? because they love this country and they are fighting for this country that they love and they want to see it improve? Uh, I would say that I would agree with you that a majority of people are doing that, but from what I've seen personally, that's, that's just not what I'm seeing. Like, I, but, a mar- but a majority of people are doing it. Sure. Yeah. I'd be, I'd be a fool to, to say that that's not, uh, but it's just a small thing. section of people that are not doing it. Uh, it's it's a <laughs> it's a it's but i mean i'm just i'm just taking your words you said that a majority of people are no, yeah, what i said was a majority of people definitely want to come together and improve and mm-hmm. i mean you put the small in there <laughs> I, i'm just i'm okay fine but uh, fine the the not the i mean when i think of majority i think of the larger half yeah i dig it i dig it so um, the larger half of people are love this country and we can't let the actions of a few people tarnish that right yeah but it's just when you say a few um it, it's uh so sure, it might be a lot of people but to your point you said a majority of people right yeah uh-huh so yeah. like i'm pretty sure a majority of conservatives that are decent people 100 percent. i don't sure. believe that every conservative is racist i don't Right, I th- I can confidently say majority of conservatives are most likely not racist. Yeah, but there's a few. <laughs> uh, do you feel that that uh, they should appoint a new justice um, before the election? Honestly, yeah. I mean, I don't see why not because they were they were trying to get her out long before, and it's. So for, before I with with RPG, dude, what she did like she's for, a, she's a renegade. She's amazing. Yo, she's, she's amazing. amazing. I have yes. no. I was. I'm not gonna lie. I was really. I'm really sad that she's not. Yeah. She's not here. Yeah, I mean, but and on another note, um, I've seen this on um local municipalities that I have a lot of friends that are lawyers, mm-hmm. and I actually like. I had this thing where I get bored and I, I attend um, like trials and stuff. It's just really cool to see that. But um, I have friends that they'll tell me how these these judges they'll hold these seats like until their dying day. Yeah. And I mean that's that's admirable and all, but at the same time, like you're not if you're not able to do your your duties properly, you're actually um, 
hurting the system. Yes. Sure. The system, and it creates kind of like a sure. systemic thing, like like you say. So. Oh, you're acknowledging there's a systemic issue. Uh, <laughs> Are you acknowledging it? Do I have you on tape that. doing that? Do I have? Do We're I, doing that right do now. Do I have? Do I have you on tape acknowledging out loud that there is a systemic oppression issue? Gotcha. Okay. Got it. All right. I think the interview's done now. I got what I needed. I got, I got Mark. He said it on tape. <laughs> And, and so, you, so you you do feel that they should replace her before the election, or before um, before the? I'm sorry, let me let me clarify. Before uh, whether Trump wins or not, before the next term begins for whomever is president. I mean, yeah, because they they would have done it in any other situation. So you don't. So you don't feel as if if that the fact that it's an election year that they should not. Uh, no, I don't think that. I don't think that it'll. Uh, is that how you felt in 2016 as well, with yeah. Merrick with Merrick Garland? Yes. You felt that you felt that uh, the Republicans should have allowed Merrick Garland to be uh, um, at least vetted. Yeah. Um, how would you grade Trump's response to the pandemic? Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> It's a simple question. Uh, what's a simple question? Like, give it. I know what grade he would give himself. What What grade would you on a on like a on a typical school grade A B C D F <laughs> or or participation trophy? <laughs> what, what, what grade would you give President Trump okay. on 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 the pandemic? So what I would give POTUS on the pandemic mm -hmm. is is an A, and I will an say A. Mm -hmm. Yes, and I'm gonna say this because he he dealt with a lot of forms of government that didn't allow his help, including the state that we live in right now. Um, and he he just did the best that he could with with what he had in front of him. I mean, the the three states neighboring us were just not cooperative. Do you feel Excuse that? Me, do you feel that the states were backed into a corner because of his inaction? leading up to it no i felt like he was uh kind of backed into a corner because of their inaction because i mean uh, i'm talking about before it got before like before the outbreaks got here though right when when everybody knew that it wasn't a thing um or that that it, everybody knew that it was that it was going to be a big thing i should say um but it was i guess downplayed by our well, government. he tried to he tried to make flight restrictions and he called them racist and all that stuff. So like uh, once again, it's like he could cure cancer and they'll still. <laughs> kind Wait, of so bad. you're saying you're saying that you're saying that him downplaying, saying that it's going to go away in a couple of weeks, is was a good strategy. Well, um, I feel like. I feel like uh, this is a situation um, like with one of my favorite poets, Edgar Allan Poe, he said, mm -hmm. uh, don't believe nothing that you hear and only half of what you see. And I think that um, POTUS was dealing with that with the pandemic. Um, I just don't understand why this whole country was shut down for 6% of people dying from this thing and we got people dying from malaria black people 400,000 uh blacks in Africa dying every day and they never shut nothing down for that so that's kind of where I think he was coming from with that you, do, do you do you acknowledge the 
depth of the danger of somebody getting COVID-19? Sure. But do, you, do you know anybody personally that got malaria? Yes, I do. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, uh, what I was going to say was, um, yeah, I have a, a good friend that um, he went to South Africa um, probably like five years ago. And they almost didn't let him back because of it. I mean, he was on his deathbed. Uh, yeah, malaria is no joke. It, I mean, it it literally kills four hundred thousand people every year. Do you I mean, feel that we right now have a better understanding of malaria than we did five years ago? Absolutely not, because it no, I mean, no, because four hundred thousand people per year have been killed from it since um, in in the United States. No, I'm talking about in uh, Africa. Okay, so let's, let's talk about the in the United States. How, do you know of anybody in the United States that has no. died of malaria or have contracted no. malaria in the United no. States? No, but I was trying to give you an example of. I, I, yeah, no, I understand. I understand, but you, but just for the record, you don't know anybody in the United States that has contracted. Yeah, this or, this person I was talking. This person, about. but like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Let me clarify. No. In in the United States, absolutely. Like, not. went to a grocery store, touched a handle, and got malaria. No. Okay. Do you know anybody that has contracted COVID-19? Sure. So would you say that it is a more pressing issue than malaria? No. In, uh, the, in the United States? Well, right now? I don't, I mean, to be honest with you, I don't, ah, oh, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm not trying i'm literally just trying to understand no like, no I, i'm just trying to I'm, understand I'm with, I'm with you i just i just know i'm gonna I'm get all sorts of uh sorts of hate modules but it's fine it's all good i love it what you're giving me right now about malaria i'm not downplaying the seriousness of malaria but i do feel i gotta challenge you on this that it's a straw man's argument where you're trying to distract from the actual topic by bringing in something that doesn't necessarily relate to what we're talking about right now. Mm -hmm. Like, obviously malaria is an issue in like Africa. Well, but in the United States right now, there is a new disease that we don't understand that's killing 200,000 people this year that is in the United States that somebody can get. I could walk outside right now and contract COVID-19 and there's a chance that I'd die. Is the chance low? Sure. But that doesn't dispel the seriousness of it. I mean, there, uh, right? Like, so like, could you see, could you see my point there? Like about comparing malaria to COVID-19? I, I can see your point, but I disagree with it because I feel like the, the comparison is necessary because at the end of the day, um, whether it's in America or not, we can't agree that this disease didn't start here. So um, you put that in quotes. <laughs> Wait, you put COVID-19 in quotes. You don't think it's real. You don't think COVID-19 is real. Is this still being recorded? It is. This is 100%. You just put that in quotes. Wait, wait, wait. You you put, wait, wait. Yes or no? Yes or no? Is COVID-19 real? I, um. Oh my I goodness. No, I have no fear of it, sir. I didn't, I didn't ask that. I didn't ask that. Is COVID-19 uh, real? I, I think we're getting, we're getting played with a hook, line, and sinker. So. You think so? You think it's going to go away the Wednesday after election? magic button man yeah, i mean what with the swine what yeah what 
Come on. Evidence do you have about that? What makes you what? Where are you pulling this information from? I. I'm sorry. It's just like it's election year, man. No, no, that's um, Mark. That's bullshit. Come <laughs> on, that is bullshit. Get out of here. Your search. <laughs> I ain't cursed the whole time. I know. I ain't know we could curse now. Yes. Yeah. You know what? We could curse now. That's bullshit. Get out. You feel that COVID nineteen is a hoax? that is going to go away the wednesday after wait so wait let me let me let me explain you see what happened was yeah yeah, exactly i don't think think the disease is a hoax do i think that uh they added some additional fear to it yes that who's they the government the democrats the democrats you're saying the democrats you're saying the, the Democrats left, got the together left. and said, hey, guys, Yo, there's man. this thing coming over nothing from China. Else, we're going to play it up working. and we're going to kill 200,000 people <laughs> so, that, so, that, so that Biden can win. Nothing else was working. You're man. saying that the Democrats <laughs> they, got together they, with China and every country in the world and said, hey, we're going to play up this, this disease that you just put in quotes that's I killing did. people <laughs> around the world. What? The Democrats, uh, AOC, you're saying that Alexandria Cortez oh, got together AOC. in a in a meeting because I say that because you're wearing your socialism distancing <laughs> hat. You're saying that all the Democrats got together with every government around the world, around the world, and said, "Hey, there's this thing happening in China. We 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 want we want Biden to win, so we need you to play up this thing and kill a couple hundred thousands, if not millions, of people." Oh my God! Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yes? Yes. <laughs> oh my god, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> when when did this meeting take place? When did it take place? Yes. When they realized they need to get POTUS out of there. <laughs> wait, wait. Mark, so you're you're saying like honestly, you're saying that that the Democrats are pulling the strings on all of this. So here's my thing, man. Uh-huh. Um uh all jokes aside. So, <laughs> you start, well, all jokes aside, let me tell you, let me tell you, you started out with the best joke. That was a funny joke. That was a really funny joke that, that the Democrats are pulling the strings here and killing millions of people. That's, that's hilarious. You should take that one yeah, on the road. The start thing, off with that one on your stand-up that's the set. thing, man. These not, they just, like, <laughs> this whole thing, like, with these inflated numbers and, like, you know. What inflated numbers? Are you saying that not... The, the 200,000 people that have died, it's an inflated number. If I go in my car, right? I know where you're going with this. Go ahead. I, I know you know where I'm going with it because mm-hmm. it's true. <laughs> Is this the car accident BS yep. theory? Please go ahead. Explain this so I can debunk this, right, you please. Know what? You know what? Forget the car. Forget the car. I'm going to walk to my fridge. Whoops. Huh? I didn't trip. I didn't. I did. Oh, man. The, the, the uh, coroners come in here, whatever. Yeah, the coroners come in here. Man, he had COVID. That's why he tripped and died. I mean, that's that's the pattern, man. I have friends. But okay, all right. Pause though, because like, you gotta you gotta give me a second to debunk that nonsense because yeah. because like nobody like here's the thing if if you had COVID if you got COVID, which has all sorts of side effects. Uh, respiratory issues. Maybe you maybe you stumbled, you fell because you were stumbling because you had an issue with breathing. 
right? And you fall and you die. Yeah, sure. Maybe you die from blunt force trauma because you hit your head on the kitchen counter. Sure. That is the, that is the actual cause of death, but you wouldn't have fell in the first place if you didn't contract COVID-19. That is, that is part of the cause. I have this friend on in Honduras and, um, I'll never forget, we were, we were on the phone, and um, so in Honduras, it's like they they stop the television program, and then they do the news report, like like most countries down there, and it said, it said um, 300 people were just tested for um, COVID, and 600 came up positive. What is your point? My point is they put those, obviously that's not mathematically possible. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so you're saying that they said there was an additional 300. Yes. But um, they, they, cha they changed it. And, for, and, for, and you're saying that they did that because of POTUS. Um, I'm not just saying that that, that particular situation happened. Then why use it? <laughs> wait wait okay wait okay i just a couple more things because I, I i can go all day a couple more things a couple more things uh climate change is it real yes or no sure yes climate change is real. sure sure absolutely i mean that's is that even a debate <laughs> yes yes it is from your president <laughs> i mean the the thing is like i mean yeah it's real but i i believe that um you believe in science and facts and as POTUS does, sure. He believes in science. I don't know why. Does he? Think, sure he does. Does he? Sure. Okay. I, I, I disagree. Um, <laughs> what, what questions do you have for me, Mark? Um, so um, what is your biggest problem with POTUS? What is my biggest problem with Yeah, POTUS? if you can pick out one, one problem, what, what is it? What issue? Just one? Just one. Just give <laughs> Just, me one. One problem that I feel, I feel as though that he is um, emboldening racists and he has not done a good job at um, disowning those racists. Okay. And um, do you think that Joe Biden isn't racist? I don't think Joe Biden is racist at all. I think Joe Biden has, a, has one of the biggest hearts in 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 government okay i feel as th i think joe biden has gone through a lot of uh tragedy i think his he's an empath um so like are you familiar with his uh crime bill yes where i do 100 and 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 here's the thing like if we're going to go back to the mid 90s if you want to bring up mid 90s behavior well, we not... can easily we can easily go back and forth with how Trump uh, uh, treated African Americans and 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 uh, in Atlantic City and treated workers in Atlantic City while he was building his hotels. But here's the thing: I'm not even going to argue. I'm not going to use that argument about what he did in the '90s because I let his actions speak in the last four years. I 100. And then here's here's the other thing: Biden's platform is more progressive than than Obama's was. If Obama and Biden were debating in 2008, he would fall asleep. Like, 
but like here's the thing i don't think he's sleepy i think that uh trump <laughs> but here's the thing i don't think trump uh i think trump views him as sleepy but really it's him being i don't know calm and collected and dignified so but if you want um, but if you want to signify that as sleepy so how, did you, so how did you feel about him saying that um if you gotta make a choice over uh picking him or trump then you're not black, black. Mm-hmm. What did you, how did you feel about that i don't agree with his wording but i understand his ideology i don't agree with his wording i think that he worded that awfully uh he is Yes, he, ha- he says some flubs. He has some flubs. And I'm pretty sure that if you were to ask him right now whether he meant to say it like that, then he would well, say that. Well, he wouldn't have any choice but to say he didn't mean to say it like that mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I here's the like- thing. Here's the thing. At least he's willing to admit his mistakes. I feel like Trump never admits to a mistake, even if, he, even if there's video and audio evidence against, against him to prove him wrong. And I'll vote for Kanye. Are you voting for Kanye? No, I'm not voting. For Why are you not voting for Kanye? <laughs> uh, Kanye, I have no beef with him. Uh, I just felt like he's not ready for that stage just yet. He and Trump was. Sure. <laughs> oh man, I could, I, I could, I could do, I could do this all day with you, man, dude. I, I listen. I, I do. I, I want you to know. I do appreciate you, uh, uh, sitting and chatting with me, and and um, just so you know, I'm still voting Biden. You know what's you know what's funny? I was thinking about you uh earlier and I said I ain't gonna wear this shirt because I got this shirt that says hiding from Biden. And you know what? You know what? I came this close to wearing my Black Lives Matter shirt. <laughs> See, look I know. I came this close I came very close to wearing my Black Lives Matter shirt. <laughs> See, we're thinking alike. See, we was this a match made in heaven, man. We're good. <laughs> uh well I can't I, I can't say that I agree with uh most of the things that you said, but I can I can but I can I think we both can agree on this that uh more dialogue uh needs to happen where we, you know, even though our minds may not change about uh, what we feel about certain things, mm-hmm. um, being able to at least have a conversation and say, okay, Mark feels this way because Kairos feels this way because, yeah. um, and then, you know what, from there, judge away, whatever you want to do with that information you can, but what can't happen is just, um, you know, just immediate judgment without conversation. Yeah. Um, I think it is tough because, the actions of um, a lot of people um, make it hard for me to sometimes trust people that support them. Okay. Because I say, if they support them, do they do they view me the same way that that the person that supports them views me? You know, and and you know, do they understand why? it's hard for me to um, see some of the things that are being posted or, 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 you know, uh, have a normal conversation knowing full well that like they might be supporting somebody that just doesn't view me as a person sometimes. Yeah. You know? And I think that's what some people um, view sometimes, you know, like I have the benefit of knowing you. Right. Yeah. And I have the, I have a platform 
where I'm able to have this kind of discussion publicly and, and talk publicly about it. And I, I have the wherewithal to be able to just be like, okay, listen, I'm not going to change your mind. You're not going to change mine. Let's just sit and chat about it. Um, but I can't say that I can fault some people that aren't able to, to, to um, that sometimes will have to remove themselves because it is, and I'm talking on both sides, right? Yeah. Because it's, it is flush. I'm pretty sure that there's some people on your side is like, oh, that you see that you're like, I'm just going to hit the snooze button on this person because like they're posting all this liberal mainstream media nonsense that I just don't, <laughs> I just don't want to hear right now. I don't want that crowding my Facebook feed. Right. Yeah. Have you done that before? Yes. Right. Not, not often, but yeah. But you've done it before. Yes. Yeah. So, so you can understand why somebody would do it in return. Yeah. 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 Sure. All right. There, there, I think I think we ended that on a good note, my friend. Absolutely. How are you? How are you feeling? Do you feel okay? I feel great, man. All right. Um, hey, so uh, obviously you're you're you're, vo you're voting for Tucker Tucker Carlson for for uh, 2024, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Candace 2024. Oh, you just made me. Th we ended on a good note, and you had to throw that shit out there. Can you talk about Candace Owens? Yeah, that's listen. You like her? Oh yeah, man. She's oh on. man. All right, we would need a, we would need another hour for that one. <laughs> we need another couple we hours for that. One. We're not going to open that door about Candace. We're Owen. not opening that door. That's, that's that no. Door no, no, we're definitely not going to open that one. <laughs> Come on, man. I want to talk about Candace. No, not on my show. You, you know what? You, you, you can start your own podcast. I'll come on and talk about Candace Owens, but I am, I am not giving her any of my no, platform. No. Not even a little? No, not at all. Not at all. Uh-uh. There's ain't no way. The fact that I'm even saying her name right now. <laughs> I can't. Dude, Mark, I, I appreciate you. Thank you so much for, for sitting with me. We're, we're going to have to do this in two parts. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to take, you know, the first half, however long it was, and then that'll be Thursday, and then the second half will be Friday. <laughs> no it's all good man no i appreciate you thank you for uh for sitting and chatting with me everybody else uh if you if you uh are interested in in uh seeing more vibe with kai you can visit my uh social media platforms on uh, facebook instagram and twitter at the vibe with kai you can also visit me on uh uh tiktok and and snapchat which would uh your your president tried to try to ban it but it's still here damn it <laughs> Uh, follow me on TikTok and on Snapchat at Kairos Keenan. And then you can visit my website, thevivewithkai.com, where I'm always posting blogs, videos, and reviews that will help you do good, feel good, be good, and live a good life full of good vibes. Mark Henley, my friend, thank you so much for sitting with me. Don't you dare say Candace Owens. Everybody. <laughs> oh, my God, no. Uh, listen, I'm on that Biden train. Let's go. Biden 2020, baby. Landslide. Vote blue. Don't worry about it. Vote blue. Let's go. Let's go. Ready, ready. We're, and we're flipping some states too. I hope you're ready. I hope you're ready. <laughs> All right, my friend. Uh, listen, I'll, I'll talk. I'll talk to you again soon. Thank you again for sitting down with me, everybody else. Thank you for watching and listening. Uh, as always, good luck, God bless, and good vibes.